0: Mr. and Mrs. Warner of 20- 2107 SE Goldberg Street were in search of a new car. In early 1934, the Topeska, Kansas couple went to the Mosby Mack Motor Company to see the latest automobiles on offer. It didn't take long for the brand-speaking new Ford Ford's Deluxe to catch their eye. Painted with equipped, comfortable seats and handsome bumper guards, Ruth Warren liked how it looked. Outfitted with the most enviable engine on the market, the lean, mean, mass-produced V8 driving machine. Her husband, Jess Warren liked how it moved. And though the Great Depression was raging, the couple decided that the price tag, approximately $700 or about $14,000 in today's dollars, was alright too the good times didn't roll for long however a little more than a month later on april twenty ninth nineteen thirty four while ruth was helping care for her sister's sick child someone stole the prized automobile right out of Orange driveway when it was returned that august by a federal court the couple found their car in disarray The car thieves, a swarthy man and girl out of slight stature, as she described them to the papers, had put 7,500 miles on the odometer in just 26 days of driving. Stranger still, the once pristine vehicle was riddled with bullet holes and covered in blood. But what else would you expect from the last car stolen by Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow? Parker and Barrows last month on road spent crisscrossing the country and robbing a bank or two along the way culminated in a deadly fight that destroyed the stolen Ford Deluxe and killed them both. But the cars they stole helped to cement their status among America's most despicable laws and made an undeniable mark on the history of getaway cars. More than 80 years after death, as Americans sit on the precipice of the autonomous vehicle era, the age-old intersections between cars, crime, and the freedom of open road, those outlaw once capitalized, are due for a cataclysmic shift. By the time they found themselves in Ruth Warren's driveway, the flaxen-haired Parker and Elphiard Barrow had been living on the lam for almost two years. Barrow had been in and out of prison since he was 17 years old. He picked locks, cracked safes, and eventually murdered, but perhaps his favorite trick was stealing cars. Parker had no criminal history prior to falling for Barrow, whom she met sometime in 1930, which she took to their life of crime easily as evidenced by those infamous stick-em-up photos, still widely disseminated to this day. At various intervals in their crime spree, Parker and Barrow stole cars only to desert them in dishes or leave them in fields when the cops closed in. After many blurred months of travel in automobiles of various shapes and stripes, the duo must have thought they struck gold in Topeka, a spacious cap useful for weapon storage and a brand new V8 engine. What more could two public enemies ask for? A lot more, says Matt Anderson, curator of transportation at the Henry Ford, a Dearborn, Michigan museum dedicated to the innovation from transportation to environment. By modern standards, he says, the car didn't actually go that fast. French engineer, Leon, is often credited with the invention of the first V8 engine which he probably patented in 1902. He called his lightweight V-shaped 8-cylinder engine the Antoine, named for his benefactor's daughter while it may have used more fuel than its smaller predecessors. It compensated with raw power. The engine first found a home in boats and eventually airplanes. Eventually, engineers transferred the 8-cylinder engine into cars. The V8, as it came to be called, was pricier than other engines on the market, but it was also more reliable. By 1915, it was humming along only in higher-end models from automakers like Sadillac, inaccessible to all the wealthy. That changed in 1932 when Henry Ford used his world-famous assembly line to produce V8 engines, the trick, casting them in a single engine block instead of shaping them piece by piece. What Ford was credited with was democratizing half horsepower, Anderson says. Once conformed to luxury vehicles, the engine was now relatively commonplace, built into the ford branded. Vehicles that seem to dot every driveway in the United States.